I'm Lindsay, your host of the Food for the Future podcast. I am very excited to give you some news today that our colleagues from the Indigenous team here at FAO have decided to do a takeover of our podcast for the week of the World Food Forum, featuring Malakai as our fantastic host. He is one of the focal points in the Pacific region for the Global Indigenous Youth Caucus and also part of our youth delegation for the World Food Forum. So we're super, super, super happy to have you here, Malachi, and take it away. G'day, Lindsay. Thank you for having us here. And yes, you are right. It is the takeover of your podcast. Uh, let's get started. Good morning, everybody. This is Josiane from FAO Indigenous Peoples Unit. We left our conversation yesterday with Makanalani and Malakai. So let's listen to the second part of the episode, and I hope you enjoy. Country. So, Malakai, what is the meaning of the Indigenous Youth Campaign for you? Yeah, I can only echo what Sis was saying, you know, like, uh, we have this knowledge. Uh, we're, we're the next, we're the next uh, keepers of the knowledge. Uh, our ancestors trust us with this knowledge, so we need everyone else to. And it's not a sense of versing, Western versus traditional. No, no, it's, 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 it's co-leadership, co-management. Um, don't walk behind me, don't walk in front of me walk beside me and together uh, we must sit as equal the legislative needs to, needs to align itself and sit equal with with the grassroots and we need to uh, make sure that we have the same vision same goal but uh, I think I want to share uh, a, a message that my mentor Malcolm Mann uh, he taught me when I first started working with him and he said to me we come from so 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 obviously we're we're saltwater people coming from the reef, and he said to me, he said, "Son, we are born in water, we come from water, and we live as water, and when we die, we become water, mm. as in the spirits." Mm. And that saying is an important message and a vital message for the understanding of our connection as Indigenous people to sea country and to the ocean, um, because it is us, and we're we're an extension of of, of it. Um, the Great Barrier Reef forged my people's traditional laws and customs. And to be only four generations since colonisation and seeing the detrimental effects that has been caused by Western practices on my sea country, and we, do, we keep promoting all these things about the next generation. Well, if we continue to go down the path we are, it's not going to be our next generation, it's going to be our next genocide. Because we are, we are leaving it too long uh, and... I can only speak on my, my country. I'm not talking on anyone else. I'm talking about the Great Barrier Reef. She is dying. Country is sick. And in, her people are a reflection of her health. And again, echoing what Sister said, we, Indigenous people, we're all siblings, right? We're all siblings. Not Indigenous or Indigenous. We're all siblings. But Indigenous people are Mother Earth's first children. We're her firstborn. So it is now time to start listening to your, to your older siblings. It's just like at home with your family growing up as a child. You know, you always listen to the older brother, older sister. Well, we're the older siblings. It's time to listen to us. And even though we are young, we're not as old as people in human life, but we have years and years of knowledge and wisdom 
and traditional science and traditional knowledge. And and just uh, segueing into that point is we need to stop seeing, we need to stop viewing traditional science inferior to Western science. They are equal, and they can both they can both help manage the sustainability for all all ecosystems. Um, and I, well, I only wish that that yes, I don't have children myself, but I only wish that yeah, there's there is an opportunity to have children and to have a better future uh, and a more sustainable future. And I think what we're doing through our campaign um, is really going to be a a, uh, a spearhead for that future of sustainable uh, sustainability. So we need to see action. This is the call for this is the call for action. This is our country crying out for help. She is literally crying, and we're her children, and we're killing her. Thank you so much. Please continue to speak up, because it's super important, and because I think that, uh, you know, we have to push and push and push and push. And being a part of this Global Indigenous Youth Caucus for the last two years, we're well pre- we are well prepared, and um, preparation is going to, is going to be the uh, foundation of the sustainable uh, future. And, and really that preparation is our genealogies mm-hmm. and our ancestors. And it's, it's us meeting them. I mean, it's us embracing our culture and, and who we are, our spirit, the spirit of our people and of our lands and of our waters um, and bringing that forward. And that's the, that's the preparation and the protection and really what we understand to be the privilege. And, I, and if, I, if I just might, because the two of us in our hair... Oftentimes, the ocean gets left out of it. You know, both of us are here, uh, myself as a co-chair, he as, a, um, <clears throat> as one of the three focal points in the Pacific. And we have to remember that we're the stewards of the ocean. We are, like he said, we are the ocean. Um, you know, those familiar with Apeli Haofa and Teresa Teawa, a prolific po- um, poetry is very big, I think, for all indigenous people, especially for us, so similar to the songs. And she said, and I'm, I might paraphrase this poorly, but something to the effect of we, there's salt in our tears. We cry salt in our tears, and therefore we know that we are of the ocean. And that's not just us as Pacific peoples, oceanic peoples. That's everyone. And so we ask and we remind people, yes, youth not be left out of any room and any conversation, but also the people of the Pacific. We are at the forefront of climate change. Our homes are falling. Our our ancestor, the sands, you know, the sands that hold our bones are are falling into the ocean. The coral, like brother said, um, you know, the shark people, they're coming more inland and they're being harassed and attacked because because we're depleting what they're eating and then they bite the humans and the humans are upset at them. But like my dad says, and pardon me, but you can't blame a shark for shedding in the ocean. You can't blame a shark for biting you, for living, it's trying to live its best life, to be autonomous, the same things that indigenous people want, to be autonomous. So we ask too that you remember, you remember the oceans. You remember the oceans and you remember the water that flows within you. And and, and that and the salt that flows within you. And this is also a call to action, you know, pay attention to what's happening throughout the Pacific, throughout the world, and to not allow further contamination of our water. Just as much as we fight for the land, we must protect the water. And as a descendant of ancestor water, I cry in these tears because this is my ancestors' plea to join us. 
to not allow it for our babies and for so many who have come before us. So thank you so much and mahalo nui for having us. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> you made me cry as well. And really, thank you. It was a beautiful conversation. And to learn more about the World Food Forum, go to world-food-forum.org. 